once again, it is time to check in in the Crow's Nest. My name is Ali Decker. Welcome back into the In the Crow's Nest podcast for this, the first weekend in May 2019. And yes, if you are in the month of May, you know what's coming up. First weekend in May, well, Kentucky Derby Day. That's what's coming up this weekend, and they will send 19 horses to the gate for the 145th running for the Roses. The Kentucky Derby, the first leg of the Triple Crown. And after having two Triple Crown runners in the last four years with Justify and, of course, American Pharaoh being the latest two inductees into the Triple Crown family, Will we see another one this year? Well, the odds on favorite for the Kentucky Derby, which was Omaha Beach going into the early line betting, has scratched along with Heikel, the 11. The 12 and the 11 both scratching out of the race. They will not run, so they will send 19 horses to the post tomorrow for post time. Post time is uh, 6.35 p.m. Eastern Time, 5.35 Central. If you happen to be in the Mountain Time Zone, that's 4.35. And if you're on the West Coast or in Las Vegas happening to uh, dropping a couple of ducats on the race, that'll be 2.35 Pacific Daylight Time. Let's go over the horses that will be taking to the post on the hallowed grounds of Churchill Downs in Louisville, Kentucky. The number one will be War of Will at 17 to 1. The number two horse will be Tax at 36 to 1. Gonna pay a high price to win. Not sure if I want to pay the tax man on that one. By my standards, the number three yeah, it could be someone you might look for off the pace. Coming off at 14 to 1. Gray Magician, the number four, 28 to 1. Improbable right now. One of the three favorites at 5 to 1 on the morning line odds. Number six, Vacoma at 26 to 1. The next two are also favorites. The seven, Maximum Security, and the eight, Tacticus, are both going off at 5 to 1 on the morning line odds. Plus K Parfait at 49 to 1. Going to be one of the off the pace horses in the number nine. Cutting Humor, number 10 at 22 to 1. Jump down to the number 13, Code of Honor. This could be an interesting horse right here. I like that uh, like that name. And one of the advices my dad used to give me was bet on a horse by name or by color. And grays will never let you down. Now, I don't know what color this horse is. I haven't seen it. However, the name, Code of Honor, sounds pretty good. I kind of like that one. Another one I like is the number 14 in the very next stall. Win, win, win. That's going to go off at 15 to 1. Put those two together. That would make a nice little uh, exact bet right there. Master Fencer out of Japan. A 49 to 1 shot will be the number 15 horse. Game winner at 6 to 1. This, this is probably going to be my pick right here. I think I'm going to take the 16 horse to be my winner here. I think I'm going to take... Um, the, the Code of Honor and the win-win along with the uh, number 16 in game winners. 17 is Roadster at 9-1. to one. The 18 is Long Range Toddy at 44-1. to one. Spinoff will go off at 49-1. to one. Hopefully that will not happen to the number 19 horse. Country House at 67-1. to one. In the number 20 spot, the 21 horse will be Boat Express or Bot Express. That depends on how you pronounce it. 99-1. to one. Definitely going to get the long shot of the day award. You bet on that one, you're just kind of putting $2 down to see if something crazy happens. 
the 145th Kentucky Derby from Churchill Downs will be setting off Saturday at 6.35 Eastern Time. Another thing that is happening in the month of May is something that is near and dear to my heart, and I will tell you about that coming up in just a little bit. One of the things that I want to do, though, is I want to give opportunities um, to people around the area. If you happen to be in uh, central Illinois and you know um, a great company that's done great work, drop me a line. Let me know what company that is, and I'll give them a free shout-out here on the In the Crow's Nest podcast. Drop me a line on Twitter, at Radioman570, at Radioman0570, pardon me, at Radioman0570 is my Twitter handle. You can uh, throw me a little a message on there, and we'll see if we can get them a little uh, shout-out, a little word of encouragement for that business. One of the businesses that I want to send a quick little shout-out to is one that I've been uh, doing business with since my family and I moved to the Bloomington Normal area in 1999, same year that uh, Mr. Steve Wilson opened up his Pro Tire and Automotive Shop on Clearwater Drive in Bloomington, and I've had um, nothing but great things to say about Steve and uh, the people that work with him and for him at uh, Pro Tire and Automotive. He has done me well over the years and done my vehicles well as well. So if you're looking for someone to uh, get some work done on your car and you're looking for someone to do it at a very reasonable price, stop by Pro Tire and Automotive on Clearwater Drive in Bloomington. So the World Series of Poker, the 50th anniversary World Series of Poker is going to take place beginning on May the 28th uh, from the Rio Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. And that, um, it's going to be, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, that is going to be one incredible event. And then just taking a look at some of the events that are going to be happening, it all kicks off on the 29th, the very first event. On the 28th, they're going to have a big reception, probably a champion's dinner and uh, big recognition for a lot of the players who have uh, played in the World Series of Poker over the last uh, 50 years. But the Casino Employees event is the one that gets everything started. It's a $500 buy-in. And ladies and gentlemen, if you don't work at a casino, sorry to say it, you can't participate in this particular event. The first public event is going to be on the same day, May 29th, at 12 noon start in Las Vegas. It's a $10,000 Super Turbo Bounty event. That's going to be a fun one, two-day event. And that one is going to work um, very interestingly. They're going to use something new this year. The World Series of Poker events are not going to have the traditional blind and ante setup that they've had over the years. What's happening is there's been a shift in poker to the use of what's called the big blind ante. And what that is, is um, instead of the players playing an ante every hand, what will happen is that uh, the big blind ante will be paid one time per circuit. And depending on the tournament is when it's played and when it's paid. So uh, blinds are going to start, let's say, for this first event, the um, Super Turbo Bounty No Limit event. By the way, you get $3,000 for every player elimination. So you knock somebody out, you get three grand, no questions asked. First level is going to start at 100, 100 blinds with a 100 big blind ante. So if you're small blind, you put in 100. You're big blind, you put in 100. If you're on the big blind ante, you put in another 100. It's just that simple. Now... 
you can't start cashing in your bounties until later in the day on the event. So, you know, that just happens sometimes. But last year's winner, a gentleman by the name of Elio Fox, took home $393,000 in change for the event. And by the way, everything will be culminated, of course, with the crowning of the World Series of Poker main event champion. The main event for the World Series of Poker is going to get started. It's going to be the 50th World Series of Poker. It's a $10,000 buy-in. And the World Series of Poker starts with Flight A, Wednesday the 3rd of July. And they will play three entry flights. Flight A, Flight B, and Flight C. It's event number 73, by the way, if you're looking to schedule this. $10,000 buy-in. Players are going to start with 60,000 chips. Day one broken up into three separate days, July 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Day two is going to be split into two sessions. Day two will be the A and B flight playing together. And then the player, the, the C flight, will play on the next day. So that'll be July 5, 6, and 7. By July the 8th, all players will combine and play it down till somebody walks away with a whole stack of money. I mean, a large stack of money. John Sin last year walked away with that stack of money for $8.8 million of a $10,000 buy-in for a poker event and... Oh, let's see if he started playing on the first day, roughly, oh, what, 13 days worth of work? It's a pretty nice little payout for 13 days worth of work to walk out with $8.8 .8 million. I'm not a great poker player. I can hold my own, but I have never tried to play for any kind of stakes, even remotely close to that. The Probably the biggest poker buy-in I've ever played in um, well, it was a $125 buy-in. And, I mean, I thought I accorded myself well. I got halfway through the field, and it was a field of 45, I believe it was. You know, I ended up being about 21st, 22nd place, something like that. I didn't make the money, but, you know, I still enjoyed myself. And then I went and played cash poker for a while, and you know, I, I thought I did really well. I got myself a little bit of money on that, and, you know, I did all right, so... I ended up about fifty-five dollars on that session, but I mean, I've had I've had really good nights playing poker where I've played when come home with seven hundred dollars. I've had nights where I've you know lost thirty, forty, fifty, maybe a hundred dollars, but nothing nothing where I'm not going to lose a mortgage payment or anything. And that's the whole key to doing something like that. If you are considering dipping a toe and playing a little. Uh, poker or any kind of game of chance like that. You have to understand your stakes. You have to understand the risks and the rewards, of course. I mean, you're not playing it. I mean, you are trying to test your own skill. But at the same time, you know there's a potential reward at the end. So you have to think of it that way. How much risk for how much reward? And if you can balance the two and still, you know, find a way to entertain... It's entertainment. That's the whole point here. 
and I've had conversations with people about this. You're not supposed to play poker. And, 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 and truth be told here, I am a believer in Jesus Christ. I am a Christian. Now, okay, if you if you turn your if you turn off my podcast because of that, well, okay, I sorry if I offended you, but you know, I'm sorry. That's what I believe in. If you believe in something else, I'm not going to knock you for it. But I'm still going to, you know, think of you. I'm still going to pray for you, but I'm not going to knock you for it. It's, you know, it's your belief. You have the free will to do that. In any case, not even going into a religious debate about it though. If you look at people who spend money on trips, going on vacations, thousands of dollars on a vacation, uh, even going to the movies nowadays. I mean, you almost got to take out a small loan to go see a movie. And with Avengers Endgame, my gosh, is that movie making a ton of money. Forget my money. I'll probably watch it on video when it comes out on DVD. My my kids want to go see it. I'll wait. I'll, I'll probably watch it at home at some point or sometime when they release the 22-movie MCU box set or something like that. Oh, by the way, they are doing that, by the way. But I, I see it this way. If I'm receiving entertainment value for what I'm doing, going and playing cards, going and playing poker, socializing, um, some places, and I've been to some really nice poker rooms, um, one of them that I've been to, and it's part of my travels, as a motor coach driver, which I can tell you a few stories about too, and you know, you want to hear more stories about that, drop me a line, hit me up right here, uh, anchor.fm slash crow's nest. By the way, we're now on Spotify. If you uh, want to check out some of the podcasts on Spotify, I am available there as well now. But um, the MGM Grand in Detroit, beautiful, beautiful poker room. Very, very pleased with that. There was another one that I went to, um, same trip in Detroit. Um, my last night, I was able to uh, get away in time and go out to a uh, little suburb of Allen Park. And they played uh, charity poker at one of the local um, bars, basically. It was an establishment. But, you know, they, they ran it like a card game, ran it like a card house. They had dedicated dealers. They had rules. They had, um, I mean, it was really a nice setup, and I had a good time. And I almost got caught up in the whole, like, I mean, they started us with so many chips. And I'm like, okay. And I had to calm myself down. Like, okay, play poker. I ended up making some new friends, which was really great. Had a great time. I think we all had a great time. Um, we got, I got none of the final four people. We decided we were going to just chop it up between the four of us because we all had pretty much even stacks. And rather than play it out as a crapshoot, I just, you know, I was driving home the next day. I figured, okay, it's time to home, go back to my hotel and get some sleep. So I said, okay, you know what? I put in my $40. I'm going to cash out for $160. i am good. It's a good night. It was a very good night. So it, w- it was a good night, and I had a good time. And... Um, there are a few places that do play here in central Illinois, but not to the same extent. I mean, it's really kind of locked up the way our government has decided that poker is evil, poker is not good. Yet, um, you know, y- y- every time you talk about needing money, one of the great things you could probably bring in is either online or, you know, like open up, open up poker rooms. They do it in Texas. I can't do it here. I mean, it's run well. 
I mean, you, you got to license them. you got to license the places, but, you know, they're going to make money on the licenses, and you're going to make money somewhere. Now, people are going to, you know, pay their money and get their taxes. It's just that simple, you know. Just, I don't know why our state doesn't do it. They got the lottery. Why not? Why not poker? You could do that as well. So, I digress. But So, lots of stuff going on this weekend. The Kentucky Derby, of course, we'll keep an eye on that. And the World Series of Poker getting started later on this month. And uh, about the middle of the month is my next birthday. And I'm starting to realize that I'm getting a little long in the tooth. And this is, you know, I'm not trying to get all mushy here or sentimental on you, but there's a gentleman that I worked with recently in my last radio job. And he introduced me to a very good friend of his. And got to talk to him the other night. And he was relaying to me about a phone call he received from his friend. He And, and, and they've known each other uh, through the radio business for many, many years. And I'd only, um, I'd only spoken on the phone with the uh, person. I mean, the, the interactions I've had, I mean, I've probably, I can probably count them on one hand how many interactions I've had with this person, but the, the, the just the positivity of this person was amazing, considering the circumstances that um, life had dealt him. And, you know, I hate to say it, but my, my one of my friends has lost a very good friend recently uh, to cancer. And it's it's sad, but it's also a relief in a certain way because um, in talking with my with my my he's basically my former boss, but my coworker, um, he said that you know they had had a conversation that they really hadn't ever had before. Um, Friend told him he loved him, and, and you know that's that just that just speaks so many volumes, so much so vo- the volumes it speaks to that person's character. I I mean I I didn't know that person for very long, or didn't have a lot of um, time to talk to that person either. But the time I had to talk to that person, I was also affected. I mean I felt the positive energy that he had, and he a couple of times, especially after I had um, left that position that I was in. Um, and expressed a you know a couple of ideas that I wanted to you know try to um, exact a little revenge against him or something like that. And he he said you know he said you know you're better than that. Don't do that. It's gonna be something you would regret later. And am I still probably yeah I am. I'm not gonna use that probably I am. I'm still upset about the fact that I was let go from that position for absolutely no reason whatsoever, despite the fact that we had probably just had one of our best broadcasts ever um, as far as sports goes. And I, I don't know. But it's it, it's also, you know, it, it's sad to hear when things like that happen, but it's also um, uplifting to hear how the family is or, or was prepared for things. And that they understand that the suffering is gone, the pain is gone, um, everything is right. Everything is made new. And I'm hoping I get to see him again sometime. 
that goes back to my belief again, but again, we're not going to get into that. But I just want to take a couple of minutes to acknowledge that because um, the, the world did lose a great person, and you know he, he will be missed. Not by just you know the, the the family that he has, his wife, his children, his you know friend that I share, but you know he's 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 one of those people that if you if you ever got to meet him, you you would be changed for meeting him, and I. Uh, considered an honor that I did get to spend um, even just, you know, the few fleeting moments I did speaking to him on the phone were a privilege. And I would hope to consider him a friend, but at the same time, um, I understand the situation. So, But I, I want to express my condolences to the family for that. So, a little happier note now. I've been on Facebook here recently, and... Some of my old classmates, and I went, it, it, part of my education was going to the Illinois Center for Broadcasting. And the Illinois Center for Broadcasting, now called Illinois Media School, it's changed uh, name a little bit, but um, went there in uh, 1996 into 1997, from June of 96 to March of 97. Graduated from there and actually had my first radio gig while I was still in school. And a lot of the people that were in my class and uh, and, and <laughs> they posted a picture and one of the one of them posted a picture uh from that class and I have and I, I, I have to admit I absolutely love seeing uh the picture of some of the people that I, I really thought I had um lost touch with for the most part. I really hadn't I mean I think I'd seen or talked to one or two of them um in the in the in like the first six or eight months after school, maybe a year after school, but after that, we all just kind of went our separate ways, our own separate lives. We had things to do, and well, it's nice to see that the the there's talk of getting back together and going out and getting a pizza, one of the places we used to frequent all the time. So, I, I think it was I thought it was pretty cool that um, I was able to get in touch with them. So it's it's nice to you know see familiar faces again. You know. They don't look so familiar now, but a couple of them are still working uh, in media. Some of them working in um, sports, and it's a it's, it's kind of interesting um, that a lot of them, or or a couple of them even, have taken very similar paths that I have and worked in some of the same gigs that I have or similar gigs to what I have. So it's going to be really nice to compare notes when that uh, comes down to it. But but it's time for me to wrap things up here on this edition of Inside the or in the Crow's Nest. You look inside and learn a little bit more about uh, what makes me tick and, you know, kind of the sports I like to look at. So, again, Kentucky Derby coming up this weekend. We'll talk about that um, after the weekend passes. And, of course, you know, with this weekend, of course, May the 4th coming up, Star Wars. Happy Star Wars Day to you. May the 4th be with you. And I will talk to you again here in the next few days. Until that time, check us out, anchor.fm slash Crow's Nest, or check us out on Spotify and look for the Crow's Nest on Spotify. The Crow's Nest podcast is presented today by Pro Tire Automotive in Bloomington. Stop by, check them out. Steve Wilson is a great guy, and they do some great work over there. Pro Tire and Automotive in Bloomington. If you need to get your car looked at or just need a little advice from somebody, Pro Tire and Automotive is the place to uh, get that taken care of. Pro Tire and Automotive in Bloomington uh, on Clearwater, 1607 Clearwater Avenue in Bloomington. Stop on by and check them out, or give them a call, 309-662-1555. That's going to do it for me on this edition in the Crow's Nest. My name is L.A. Decker. Hope you had a good time listening. We'll catch you next time. Ooh.